Sodomodine. And this is Hannah Henson. And I want to welcome you to the third season of Raise Your Standards podcast. Jeez. It will be um, Raise <laughs> Ra- Your Standards. No. Um, no, but it's episode 10 of season three. I can't believe we've done. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a lot, but we're here. Almost halfway through the year. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But if Hannah sounds clear today, it's because she is. She can speak so clearly, you'll just be swept away. But she has a mic, which is something to celebrate. And it took mm-hmm. us 30 minutes to get it set up. So just please appreciate the clear audio. We are putting work and finance finances into this. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we really are. So hopefully we can make some... No, kidding. We don't need to make any money. But if you want to Venmo us, if you want to find us on Venmo, <laughs> that'd be great. We should, we should create a Raise Your Standards Venmo. You know, yeah. But, yeah, or get some branded swag. That'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. Maybe that'll Maybe be. We should just get it week. for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like all these little Christian places and podcasts and whatever they have their own little cute pop up shops, and I'm like, that's cool. I yeah, would like that. Mm-hmm. So if you're artsy, artsy, you know how to start a clothing line. Head us up. But yeah. that's not that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to no. talk about some more meaningful things. But so Hannah and I, I think, can both identify as people pleasers, recovery people pleasers, any of the above, really. So something that we just wanted to take time to do today is really be clear about what is people pleasing, how to set boundaries, and how to raise your standards across all those areas because it is something that can be really hard, especially if you grew up that way. So mm-hmm. I think to just jump right in, what does people pleasing mean to you, Hannah? And just anything else you want to share around that? Yeah. Um, I would say um kind of a contrast, like it goes hand in hand. Um, but people pleasing definitely looks like to me just something I've been raised with. Um, just putting other people first, um, putting their ambitions before. Uh, my own. Um, and I think that's biblical. Like there is some sense in that when it comes to the Bible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes it means disregarding yourself and, um, yeah, sometimes that gets in the way, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times too, it looks like, I, I don't know. I like cancel things in order to meet people's needs, or I try to just like okay, nope, I'm not going to do that because so-and-so wants to hang out or needs help doing this, or I'll pick up another personal training session. Um, So I guess it looks different when it comes to commitments, but I just think for me, I'm like, okay, nope, I'm not going to do that um, and take care of myself. I'd rather just, you know, go on with someone else. So yeah. Yeah. How about you, Autumn? (laughs) Yeah, I think for me, so something that I mean, we talk about it all the time, but I'm an Enneagram three. So I care a lot about achieving, whether that means achieving ambitions in terms of career or goals, but also achieving people's uh, approval of myself. And that's been something I've struggled with for a long time. And I would say that kind of comes from just similar to what Hannah said, either growing up as a female, I think we're taught a lot to just meet to the needs of others, to be a helper, but it's also at the detriment of our own happiness sometimes and being able to assess two options and realize, okay, I could either stay in tonight and be able to 
have a restful night that I had planned in my schedule or on the flip side, someone calls you last minute, Hey, can you take over volunteering at church at this event? You know, we had someone cancel. I think my first reaction is like, Oh my gosh, I'm not spiritual. If I say no, you know, and for so long, that's how I lived my life. But really it comes at a burden of being burnt out and not being able to give my full self to different areas and people in my life. And so I've been doing a lot of self-work to work through that and recognize that I did seriously have some issues with that and being able to read books and seek out other resources for that has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, and like you said, yeah, being able to help out, but then also being able to be like, okay, I maybe I can help out at this other time or knowing that you have a little bit of Um, cushion in between your commitments too, I think is super important. So even if you do take it on, you're not feeling the weight of all the things that you're committing to. Um, Because even like for us, you know, trying to find a time to podcast with our busy lives is just like insane because, you know, we both have busy schedules. Autumn's in California. I'm here in Wisconsin. Um, But it is, it's just so hard to, okay, yep. She's going to be here doing this. I'm going to be here doing that. Um, and I'm coming out of, um, some commitments that are done, which is great. Um, but it's also like, okay, I want to do this and make time for this. Um, and I'm committed to it. It's just, okay, how are you going to do that logically? How are you going to put that first and prioritize what you really want to do and not based on other people? Like it should be based on what you feel called to do. Yes. Helping, but also, Um, what you need to get done in a week, you know, like to get our podcast content out there, we have to podcast, we have to record these and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it does, it takes time. I mean, we chat a little bit before and start talking. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it's really easy to just, I guess for me to go, okay, yep. I can fit that in. Okay. Yep. And then, you know, I had somebody tell me they're like, you know, I just don't know when to call you because you're just busy all the time. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's true, but it shouldn't be like that. I should have time to not necessarily people please, I guess. Um, but to like be there for people, it should be a not people pleasing way, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like not bending over backwards, but being be as a Christian, like being supportive of people and being there when you're supposed to be there. And I don't think that's burdensome at all, but yeah. yeah. And also I think realizing that what is my motive behind what I'm doing? I think that has been something that I've realized in the past is like, okay, I'm signing up to volunteer at this event. Is that because I'm seeking my own approval of achieving? Am I trying to went over the approval of the people I'm volunteering for, or am I Mm -hmm. truly doing it because I feel like God wants me to be there and he's calling me to this. I can confidently say there were areas in my life that I was trying to just do it because I felt like, oh, okay, that person really needed me and depended on me or, or other areas where this podcast, it's like, I just, I love doing it. I feel like God has called me to it. And it doesn't feel like a burden to my schedule whatsoever where other things I think did. And I had to take a step back and be like, Mm -hmm. what is most important to me and what do I want to make time for and recognize that 
God has a kingdom of people. Like if I'm not there to do it, it doesn't mean the spot's not going to be filled and everything depends on me, you know? And if it did, that would not be a great world. So. (laughs) Well, right. And like, yeah, the Bible talks about that. We all have certain gifts and using all of those to create the body of Christ. Like that's just what we feel. But I feel like the world itself is very self-ambitious. Like, um, I don't know, the boss mentality of like, yep, we're going to get it done. We're hustlers. We're going to do this. Um, But it's just so unhealthy to try to keep up with. And that's something that I've realized recently, like within the last probably 48 hours where I'm like, I am just completely exhausted. And yeah, I don't know. People notice it now. So I'm like, okay, there's obviously something wearing on my face where they're like, yeah, Hannah, you're just, you seem like you're running in a lot of different directions. And you look tired. I'm like, I don't want to look tired. I want to look happy and (laughs) whatever, full of life, you know, being the young age of 25, I guess. But yeah, it is, it's hard, especially, I don't know. I'm a person who's like, I won't admit it until someone else tells me. So when they say it, it's like, frick. Or like a conviction of my heart when God, I'm like, God, give me a sign. Like, am I doing this correctly? Or am I supposed to be doing this? And then it smacks me in the face of somebody else telling me that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Learning. There's um, there's some good quotes that I think tie into this that we're talking about. As I've mentioned a couple episodes now, I read the best yes, which is by Lisa Turker. So it's about making decisions in the midst of endless demands. Love it. <laughs> uh, so I think a couple ones is we must not confuse the command to love with the disease to please. And I think that just goes back to what I was talking about in terms of why am I doing this? Am I doing it out of the, out of a determination to please someone? Or is it because I feel like I, I love that person. I want to be there to support them and want to be present in their life. Um, Secondly, a woman who lives with the stress of an overwhelmed schedule or man will often ache with sadness of an underwhelmed soul. I think that's so true. It's like the more we fill our schedule, literally what Hannah was just talking about, the more we fill our schedule and try and run from this to that. And then like this past semester time frame, I was doing, I don't even know, like five or six different commitments and they're pretty big commitments. And I finally was just like, I am so depleted right now and I cannot give mm-hmm. the way I want to give, which then in turn makes me feel bad. So that's not good. And, and once I realized this was an issue, I think this is something I really had to start saying no to commitments and people, but it's not making a decision is actually a decision. It's the decision to stay the same. So mm-hmm. what that looked like for me is having to be like someone else asked me to do another commitment through church. And I was like, I, my heart wants to say yes, but I just do not have the bandwidth to do this right now. And I put it off for a little bit because I, I was trying to think it over and pray on it and realize that the conclusion was I was still just as busy as I was last week. And I think it was better to let her know sooner rather than later because then she knows of like, okay, this autumn can't do it now. Maybe she can help in a minor way, but I need to keep looking to see if there's someone who can fill this volunteer spot. And that in itself is actually kind and letting them know that you won't be able to do that commitment that they're asking. So Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I've learned, but for you, Hannah, is there, has there been a way that you've been able to say no in a kind way? And what has that looked like? 
Um, I think this actually ties into, yeah, I did a little um, research, shall we say, about um, uh, people pleasing and James Madison University put out um, this and I don't know, I relate a lot to this and I'm not saying like I'm, you know, I'm feeding the hungry. I'm like doing all these things all the time that like benefit other people. Um, but I mean, I, it's a different environment. You know, I'm working at my family's business. Um, I have my own personal training business and I truthfully like just want to help people overall. So I think that's where a lot of the times I fall into the people pleasing. So saying no has been very difficult for me. I finally just said no, um, and ended a commitment, um, with a group fitness class, um, which was last night was the last one. Um, but it makes me like feel bad, but I'm like, you know, in the long run, I'll be better off. And that's exactly what this article talks about is just that, you know, people, people pleasers are typically some of the nicest and most helpful people. They never say no. Um, you can always count on them for a favor, uh, spend a great, great deal of time doing things for other people and trying to anticipate their needs. Um, helping others makes people pleasers feel good temporarily. Um, however, there is never an end point where they can relax because there's always something else they could be doing for others. Um, so there's like this endless line of like, it's just a roundabout of the same thing over and over and over, um, because we don't learn to say no, but there are like some negative side effects to that. Or I guess if we're going to talk about it as a drug side effects, um, so you just get a negative view of yourself. So you're not taking care of your health. Um, you're taking care of others. So you're not preventing anything on your end or kind of gearing up to be a good, um, Christian by not taking care of yourself. So you're neglecting yourself. Um, you become passive aggressive or like resent people over time. So you become slightly angry and, especially if you feel taken advantage of or unappreciative, unappreciative or unappreciated, I guess either one. Um, It also reduces the ability to enjoy other people and activities. So because you're running around and spending all this time with people, you're like, oh, I hate people (laughs) because you're like, you just don't have any time to relax and like understand what you're doing in a day. You're just going about your days, going from person to person, hearing about people, catching up with them, you know, and not that those aren't good things, but maybe just don't smush them all in a couple days. You know, you do want to take time for friends and catching up, but don't overwork yourself in those areas. Um, So yeah, it just, it also brings about some let's see, it says strategies for interrupting people pleasing tendencies. Um, and I think the number one thing that I'll take from this is just setting boundaries. Um, because like Autumn said, when you're committing to something or you're thinking about committing to something and you're like, this is just great. Like, I really think I could commit to this. Then you realize, Hey, I don't really think I can. And even that small conviction of like, I can't do this. People will appreciate that. Um, especially now with not to bring up all this other stuff or to go on off on another tangent, but, um, the workforce, you know, there are so many different jobs that someone else will pick it up, you know, whether it's, um, someone who's got a better gift than you and probably was better suited, um, for you anyway, because God didn't give you that push on your heart. Um, so it's okay that someone else takes that, um, and stand up for yourself. Don't just like 
set the boundary and go, okay, no, I shouldn't have said it like that. Or, you know, there's a difference between being firm and being, you know, mad or sassy. I call myself a little brassy because I just stand up and I'm like, nope, nobody's going to change my mind because yeah, I just think sometimes people can walk over you if you're just haphazardly saying something and you don't really mean it. Like say it like you mean it, <laughs> like they always say. So yeah, I don't know. It's good. Um, I think that also kind of, you're talking about setting boundaries and I think a really tangible way to do it of what we're talking about is saying something along the lines of this sounds like amazing opportunity. And although I'd love to help or accept this role or whatever it might look like, I don't have the bandwidth to show up as my best self now. And if you are genuinely interested, you could say, check back with me next season in the fall, or you could just say, I would love to help out in smaller commitment type of ways. Maybe they have a one-off event you can help with instead of committing to a group for the whole time. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think moving on, something I saw on TikTok. So I really like the author and speaker Jay Shetty. He wrote Think Like a Monk, and it's just a really good book on um, what your mindset is, how to be really clear about just living a holistic life. And so this is something that I took away. So he said something along the lines of spend two days by yourself a week, two nights with your partner one night with your own friends and two nights with collective friends. And I think for me, it sort of looks like that, but not completely. And this is something that, I mean, my schedule was cray cray. So I was doing, I had Bible study Mondays. I had young professional nights on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, I had Girl Scouts and sometimes podcasting. Thursday, we would do roommate dinners and share our testimonies. Friday was normally a girl's night or hang out. Then I started a new relationship. So then it was Saturday was focused on having time with my boyfriend. And then Sunday was church and boyfriend and friend time. And it was just like, oh my goodness, like there's no time for me on the schedule at all. (laughs) And so I was assessing this about, I don't know, probably two months ago. Mm -hmm. And I think moving forward, I really want to focus on Monday being a good prep day. So focus on grocery shopping for the week, cooking, working out. Mm -hmm. Some people might do that Sundays, but I just, with church, I try to keep it a Sabbath and not do a whole lot. Um, So I do that Mondays. And then Tuesdays have been more of uh, autumn focus time. So I've been doing Zumba with my friend Debbie, which has been awesome. Uh, So we've been hitting up Zumba, which has been a blast. And I feel so much more- (laughs) <laughs> well, I feel, I feel so much more rested because I, I have yeah. that planned into my schedule. I come home and shower, eat dinner and then mm-hmm. chill. And it's been really good. Um, Wednesdays I've been still doing, normally we've been doing podcasting Wednesdays kind of varies, but uh, Girl Scouts is ending. So I think that'll be a good day or one of one day of the week to be able to focus on kind of gr- goals and growth and all of that. And then Thursday, really focused on uh, being able to spend time with my roommates and go on a walk around the neighborhood, hang out, which I also kind of consider as me time because they really do fill me up a lot. And then Friday has been girls night just with extended girls in the group. Saturday, focused on 
time with my boyfriend and our shared friends or time with him. And then Sunday has really been about God and we'll discuss, my boyfriend and I will discuss a book together that we're reading or just have time going to church, having lunch with friends. So I'm a very, uh, I like routine and structure. And so maybe that works for you. Maybe it doesn't, but I just wanted to give you a quick outline of what's been working for me as I've assessed the overwhelmed uh, craziness of the past couple months. <laughs> I, I'm like Hannah where I was just like, yes, 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 yes. And then I was like, oh my goodness, how did we get here? And mm-hmm. constantly burnt out, not mm-hmm. feeling my best self, not working out like I wanted to. So please just take into account setting up time for yourself. It's so, so mm-hmm. important. Right. And that looks different for everybody. You know, like time for yourself could be like, I'm going to read my Bible a little bit longer tonight or start a Bible study or I don't know. It just all looks different for everybody, whether it's even Zumba. Like if you want to fit that into your schedule, I actually was thinking about that. I was like, I need to get Girl, into Zumba. I love Zumba. <laughs> Man, you just oh. like shake it like your mother gave you, you know, you're just like mm-hmm. this zooming around the dance floor <laughs> and you don't need to be good that's another right, thing right. so you can't and do you just let up. it all go like it's exercise really without even having to like focus on it so totally yeah yeah, yeah. Love i think that's a nice outline autumn is really good about planning and you know recognizing her days her weeks what she wants to do um if you ever like want to go on a road trip or any trip in general, she's literally, she's got it all like anywhere you'd want to go. She's like, yep, it's on there. Or, Hey, we're going to do this. Um, she's the one who got me to do skydiving, um, all these different things. My mom's like, you got to hang on to her. So there is some (laughs) wisdom there. There's lots of wisdom there. So, you know, she's yeah. Mm -hmm. And Um, some people it's like, it's so type A, right? And so I'm not suggesting yeah, yeah. that you need to plan right, out every right. night of the week because no week is the same. And this is mm-hmm. by no means I do this every single week. Um, but right. the travel thing is very true. I have a Google Drive of different travel itineraries for all the places I go. So I have a meeting for it too. She's like, um, we need to have a Google meet about this <laughs> or Zoom or something. She's like, we need yep. to talk about this. Okay. Sounds well, good. Just, I'll be helpful. there. It helps. Yep, it's helpful it to plan through. And now it's so much easier to plan trips now that I've done that. Um, so needless to say, if you need trip planning <laughs> ideas, I got you. And I would totally mm-hmm. go into the travel business if it made more money. But for now, it's just <laughs> something I enjoy. <laughs> when you're a mom someday, you know. Oh, yeah. That'll be the, the job. Um, yep. So for the not type A people, um, the people that maybe fly by the seat of their pants or maybe have type, like the type day. B. Type B, sure. Is that what it's called? I guess. I don't yeah. know for sure. Okay, sure. Yeah. Type B. So I'm B, um, kind of reflective of how my college career was. Are you? Was a, I don't know. I mean, I don't extent. think so. There is a, there is a type C that we learned about in college, which is like you function as a type A in some settings and a type B in others. So Ooh, maybe you're, maybe you're that. Know. I think I'm type A when I'm into my work. My yeah. Work. I'm very type A. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah. like, I don't know, I guess. Okay. Type B schedule wise. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Because 
like, I don't know, to give all our listeners um, a glimpse into my life, I work full time. um, But then I guess I freelance personal training. Um, So kind of I just work around everybody else's schedule. Um, But now, like recently, it's been more regimented. um, Just because yeah, there's some consistent clients, but now I have to kind of go back and start to plan on, you know, okay, I'm going to take clients on these two days or something like that, because then it's less stress on me where I'm just like, I'll fit it in because I'm a people pleaser. Um, cause this, that's on brand for what we're talking about, I guess. Um, cause yeah, I think it's easy for me to fill a day. If I want to fill a day, I'll fill the day, um, with whatever I need to do, um, business wise, um, either one, either job. So I guess when, you know, when it looks, when you look about your week, If you've come halfway through your week and you're like, I haven't had any time to myself, create that time that day. Don't just go, okay, yep, I'll do it tomorrow. That's not going to happen. Like 95% of the time, it's not going to happen because you're just like, nope, I'll just push it off. When in reality, you're going to be better showing up to whatever you have to do in your life by doing it today and not, um, you know, a few days from now, next day, whatever it might look like. Um, Because there's no better time to spend time with the Lord, to invest in your friends, to um, invest in that relationship um, with your boyfriend um, or, you know, even family too. Like you're never going to have those conversations back. You're never going to have that time back. So I don't know, always fit in that time for yourself, um, but also the things that you want to do because it just, life slips away so easy that, it's just not worth filling up your time thinking that you need to be around all these people, be around the people that you know you need to be around and that God has called you to be in their lives for a reason and stick with that. You know, if there's someone else that's going to come in and you need to spend time with them, God will make a way. It's not some thing that you have to control yourself where you're like, I got to fit this person in. If that's what's talking, that is not God. That is not something that you need to do because <laughs> I think we think we're our own God or we're Superman and we think we can do it all because I think that's where I've fallen into the category for a long time. And in reality, I just show up as a less Hannah version of myself. Like I want to be Hannah full force, hundred percent. Does that happen all the time? No, but I want to strive to be that person and that woman that God has called me to be. It shouldn't look any different, Um, but sometimes it does. So. That's good. One of the uh, examples I found when I was looking up what people pleasing looks like was Elastigirl from The Incredibles and just how how she extends in every one which direction and think of Mm -hmm. like the arm as family, the other arm as friends, you know, the left leg as work and right leg as everything else. Like it's just you stop and think about it and you're like, everyone's pulling you in a different direction. Like even going back home, so I'm speaking of travel plans, I put together an itinerary for this today. Um, but I'm going back home and it's like, oh, we're, I want to show my boyfriend around Minnesota and I want to have time to go to this thing and this thing. And I'm going home and I actually got invited to a grad party and a baby shower, all that happened to be during the time when I'm back, but it would mm-hmm. conflict with spending time with Hannah. And I'm like, no, like I want to prioritize that because she makes me happy and fills me up. And so it's hard because if you do have, you know, three different options, but 
for me, mm-hmm. I, have, I think about it of like, how does this affect my schedule? How will I feel after doing that? Because the grad party and baby shower at the same time. And I'm just like, no, mm-hmm. like as much as I want to be there, I don't think I would be able to be fully present because I would be running from one to the next and then I would be tired and then I wouldn't be able to give my full attention to Hannah. And yeah, so it's just important to really stop and think of like, how is this going to impact me and my own self? Cause you got to live with yourself and your decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I heard a quote recently and it was like, make sure your, your mind is healthy because that's where you're going to live or like make it a nice soft place. That was from Camilla's podcast. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yep. I'm like, I heard this quote. It was really good. It's fresh. It was really good. Camilla vanilla. Yeah. That was good. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I'm like, that is, yeah. Well, and I don't know. I think when we think of quote unquote self care or all this junk, it's like, okay, no, it doesn't always mean just putting a face mask on your face and like taking a bubble bath. Like sometimes you need that. Right. But like, sometimes that's great. <laughs> sometimes you just need some time with Jesus. Or you get a, you just need, yeah. Or you get a couple's know. massage in Mexico. Cause that's a deal. Oh my and- gosh. <laughs> that was just insane. Oh my Hannah gosh. And I, Hannah and I got a couple's massage. <laughs> it was great. Would recommend. They didn't think we were a couple though. So that no. that's a plus. So gosh, it was so weird. The ambiance was like really weird and romantic. Um, I well, and I wear contacts. So like if I'm laying face down for more than 10 minutes, my contacts are going like fuzzy. So they tell me to go rinse off or whatever. So I'm in the shower. And I'm literally like knocking down all these different things because I'm I can't see. It's literally so blocked, so fuzzy because my head was smashed in a I don't even know what they're called, like a headrest, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I that was not good. And then by the time I'm out of there, I'm like, my eyes are half open and we're trying to put our clothes back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But and we yeah, we had like I don't even know what they were. They look like uh hospital um hairnet things almost that we were wearing. Remember yeah. that? It was like a hat, I don't know. It was just those boxer briefs and then oh, some yeah. bandeau looking thing that we had to put on for the strange. massage. Anyways, Very strange. Point, point being, do <laughs> self-care how you wish yeah. and proceed with caution, but enjoy couples massages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can be friends and do a couples massage. Oh. Cal. By the way, this is all Autumn's idea. It was not my idea. Um, The couples massage, was it? <laughs> the massage definitely was, but then the guy was like, Oh, mm-hmm. well, if you invite your friend, it will be cheaper. And I'm like, I got a friend. I'll invite her. So yeah. He didn't yeah. he did not say it would be a couple's massage. He was just like, that is a friend. True. So I swear. Oh my gosh. I did not know. But well, um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about our schedules. Um uh, yeah, and like how to make decisions. Um And yeah, I don't know. I think kind of how to say no. I think more of this is just like addressing people pleasing, but then how to get out of it. Um, Because I think it's important. Like, yeah, we could talk about people pleasing all day. Like, oh, I did this for this person or whatever. Um, But we need practical steps to move forward. Right. So we don't want to stay in that spot because it's just not a healthy spot. You can be a helpful person, but 
you don't have to be elastic girl or think that you got to put the weight on your shoulders. Um, and yeah. Oh yeah. There's a movie called Encanto and they have the gifts. So all the families get their gifts and then they get it taken away. And there's one, I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent, but the sister, she carries all this weight and then it gets taken away from her and she feels like she can't do anything because she's not acting out of the gift that she has because something happened with the house because the house gave them the gifts. I think it's supposed to, you know, be mirrored of like God's gifts, but I guess I'm not hundred percent sure. Disney's kind of off the rocker right now, but um, I think that's truthful. Like for us, like, okay, if that gets taken away from us, if, if all we want to ever do and what people know us for gets taken away, what do we have left? Like if you're out there, doing all these things like, okay, yep. I'm the girl who works at the grocery store. Oh, I'm the personal trainer. Oh, I'm doing these things. If that all gets stripped away, what am I? And who am I? Like, am I still the people pleaser or am I a woman rooted in Christ? Like, what does that look like? Um, I think that's super important to look at because yeah, I think let's see some other gifts too. I mean, she just had like, hers was strength, but I mean, and you could be the strongest person ever and try to take on everybody's problems. Um, but in reality, you're going to crack, like it won't always be what it's supposed to be because you're trying to take it all on. And then you feel worthless once it's taken away. So don't find your identity in that. I know we talked about, um, a little bit of that in our last episode, but yeah, you don't have to take that on. You can be your own person and you aren't what you do. So, yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. I also think one thing that so I'm reading a book by Lauren Elena, which is just about her life and everything in general. And something that really stuck out to me is she was talking about an experience she had going through an engagement and then breaking off the engagement. And I think she was thinking of like all through all the ideas and she could, she could give up this dream of living in Nashville to go move to LA with her fiance or her fiance could move from LA to say Nashville, but at the end of the day, both of them had really strong career goals and things that they wanted to achieve and someone would be sacrificing a lot. And yes, relationships is about that, but sometimes it's not always that easy. And in this case, she talked about um, how she could have made him happy and in the midst of all that ignored her own ambitions, dreams, and needs. And at the end of the day, kind of what we're talking about, you have to live with yourself. And if you feel that sense of betraying yourself, it's going to only grow louder and louder because see, speaking from experience, my dream was to always move out of Minnesota and to go to a different place. And I think if I had kept ignoring that for as long as I did, it would have only like, I would have lived with regret, which would have been hard. Um, so just something to take into account, especially in relationship sense of, yes, there is compromise, but I do believe that God has a person that will really fit into those goals that you already have and you won't need to change a ton. Like, yes, there'll be minor things, but Mm -hmm. those overarching goals and dreams that God has, you know, for me is to really grow in a ministry type role, whether that means doing it through this podcast or something else. And I want someone to come alongside and support me in that and not to take away from it. So really important. Yeah, definitely. 
Well, and knowing that and pursuing that with all your heart, you know, no matter what that looks like or yeah, that has to be, I don't know, maybe not our life's goal, but like, you know, God calls us to be servants and that looks different in aspects of like who he's called us to be. So, you know, if Autumn were to stay in Minnesota, that wouldn't have been what God intended her to do because he wanted a different path for her. And we have a decision, right? Like we, we have a decision to be like, you know, I have lots of older people that come to um, our grocery store and they're like, you should be doing this or you should be doing that or whatever. And it's like, if I listen to all those voices, it's like, yeah, I mean, half the time they're probably trying to be sweet. But if I were to just listen to all those voices, I probably would be on a completely different path. Um, you just have to sternly listen to what God is calling you to do and not necessarily going, oh, okay, so-and-so thinks that I should do this. So I should do this. Like that totally. must be what I'm supposed to do um, because that's not true. I think people see things in other people that they're like, oh, you'd be really good at this. Does that necessarily mean you have to do that? No, don't ever feel like you just because Sally told you that you're good at basketball, that you should go to college for basketball. Like that's probably Sally. maybe, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sally just came to mind. No, I'm that like, sounds like a know. good name for someone who would. Or a Karen. A I don't know. Poor Karens in the world. Yeah. There are some good ones. So I know some good ones. Oh, yeah, so. For sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's a really good point. And also realizing that that does change and people do have opinions and that's been my hardest walk is being able to recognize that just because someone has opinions about what I should or shouldn't do doesn't mean I have to listen to it I can take it with grain of salt and be like thank you for Mm -hmm. your opinion and not move forward with it (laughs) except I'm the person that would be like thank you for your opinion I will not follow it (laughs) or uh (laughs) no thanks (laughs) because I don't know I just ugh Nah, man. Sometimes people think, yeah, I don't know. It just gets annoying because I'm like, okay, uh-huh. Yep. All right. Sounds good. But now I've gotten to a point where I'm like, no, it's not good. <laughs> no, don't tell me that. I'm like, no, I'm good. You don't have to tell me that. Love yeah. That. There was like some mom. She was like, I have this single son and whatever. I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks though. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't. I mean, whatever. He might be a nice guy, but I was like, no, I just, I don't know. I was very off the cuff with it. Cause I'm like, don't just set me up to set me up. Like, I don't, I don't need that in my life. So I need what God, whatever God intended. That's all I got. I, yeah. And he will show me, he won't be showing some random lady who wants her son married off. So (laughs) (laughs) that's probably not coming from, maybe it could be coming from God, but probably from her own intent of wanting her son to get married but mm-hmm. you're a great girl Hannah so who wouldn't mm, want to so but funny <laughs> with that I think let's uh let's take it away with our three key takeaways but the first one I had is you'll never be able to make everyone happy point blank like there's really nothing else to say about that and it's more of for me at least learning how to live with it and finding ways to not feel stretched like last a girl but to focus mm-hmm. on what are the areas that I do be, or I do feel, feel filled up afterwards instead of feeling depleted and drained. And uh, in order to do that and to not get to the point of burnout, we really need to not focus on what everyone else wants around us and in turn lose ourselves, but focus on who is Autumn, what does she want? 
And how can I do that in a way that is filling and not depleting and focus on trying to figure out what I value, which is really important. I think taking those couple of days a week, a couple of days throughout the week to really feel like this is what fills me. Here's like Zumba, for example. I love it. And it just really gives me so much energy and joy afterwards. And I can do that with a friend, which also fills me up. So yeah. Yeah. Last one on there. Do you want to do it, Hannah? I sure can. And then I've got um a nice little Bible verse to leave us all. Um, reading our Bibles. Um love it. uh so our last little takeaway people might suffer the consequences of you not being your most present self and um that is also very true because yeah I think it's good to I think intentional is a great word to use because I think a lot of us are just so busy that you know we aren't intentional so now it's like okay be intentional with your time you know whether that's 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever it might be with people. Um, take that time, put your phone away, all that fun stuff. Um, because yeah, if you're not present, you could waste people's time for one and for two wasting your own time because yeah, it's just not worth it if you're not going to be fully present. So, um, and then that Bible verse is from Galatians one verse 10. And it says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If people pleasing were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. And that's from Paul the Apostle. Um, And yeah, he's just, you know, always reminds us to stand firmly in faith and um, encourages the church to do the same. So whether you're under fire for your faith, something else, know the truth, stand on it, don't be moved. because yeah, it does not matter what other people say. It matters to what God says about you and what you're doing in your life. So yeah. Amen to that. All right. I'll close this out since I've made you do it the past few times, but you do such a good okay. job. So <laughs> uh, if you like this podcast, please review and subscribe. Also just notice that on our Instagram now, we've done little audio snippets of our recent podcasts and hopefully you guys mm-hmm. are liking that it gives you a little insight into what the episode is about. So go follow us at raise your standards podcast. And then our personal accounts are at Automo Dean and then Hannah Henson underscore one. Did I do no. it right? Dang. <laughs> Hannah, you got to split them up. Hannah, Hannah underscore, underscore Henson, Henson one. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. For some See reason it just, fast. it feels like <laughs> it would flow with it afterwards to split up the one, oh. but it's okay. I can get I'll behind consider it. it. Here, how yeah. about I just add it for the future so I don't have to keep asking you every time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. If you if you enjoyed this episode, uh, yeah, just give us a review, and we just want to thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a little bit more about how to raise your standards. Bye.